This is Let's Talk to Lucy, starring Lucille Ball. A very warm welcome to you all. I'm Gary Morton, and now, Let's Talk to Lucy. Hi, this is Lucy. I am over to one of the Desilu studios, and I'm visiting one of my favorite people in this industry, Mr. Dick Van Dyke. Hi, Lucy. Hi, doll. Thanks very much for giving me some time today. Now, I just want to say another word to my um, audience. I know that most of you know Dick as Rob Petrie from the Dick Van Dyke Show, or you may have seen him as star of the Broadway musical Bye Bye Birdie, or you might have caught his nightclub act in Vegas, or seen him in Walt Disney's movie Mary Poppins. But did you know that besides being an actor, comedian, singer, dancer, and impersonator, that he is a magician, painter, sculptor, interior decorator, sports car enthusiast, camera bug, husband, and last but not least, the father of four. All at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you can't put on any weight. I didn't know you had four children. Oh, I have a boy bigger than I am, Lucy. He's only 14. The 14-year-old boy is about six, one and a half, outweighs me 18 pounds. I have a 13-year-old boy who's normal size, and a 10-year-old girl, <laughs> and a 3-year-old girl. Are you a good father, Dick? Well, I hope so. I, they think I am, anyway, and I, who's to tell them you're different? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't put any bad ideas in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am so excited at seeing you today. You're kind of a hard man to track down. How long are you going to be working as hard as we work in this television industry? You just started... You mean how long is the, is the show going to continue, or...? Well, kind of. I mean, how long, with all of the offers that you've had around this town to make pictures... How long can the television industry be lucky enough to hold on to you? I don't know. You know, uh, we've all talked about that on the show, and we all feel that we would rather quit, uh, not while we're ahead, but while we're still proud of the show and proud of the product we have, rather than just staying on and on and on and kind of letting it go down the drain as we run out of ideas and enthusiasm. And I remember saying this and having it said to me uh, the first year of our show, Dick, and uh, we were inclined to agree also. But we had a contract that carried us for three years. Mm -hmm. We couldn't quit, of course, until the third year. Well, the third year was even better. And it so sure was. we signed up for another three-year period. And that was even better. And this is 15 years later, and I'm still saying I better quit while I'm ahead. So it is a very, uh, <laughs> it's a sort of a nice business. I wouldn't like you to lose it and leave it uh, entirely. But I uh, certainly appreciate what you're doing in pictures. We have run Mary Poppins three times now. Oh, that's nice to hear. Oh, that's a great picture, and you are great in it. You're a very <laughs> wonderful performer, Dick. Oh, thank you. Well, uh, coming from you, that's a very nice compliment. Thank you. I admire so much your attack uh, on comedy, the way you think, uh, think your comedy scenes. I guess that's what I mean. I have seen comedy done without thought. I have seen comedy parroted, you yeah. know, the people with jokes and, and people who do things, but not what I call natural comedy, plus which you are such, a, uh, such an athlete, for one thing. <laughs> and, uh, of course, that's right up my alley. I'm not the athlete you are, but I love physical comedy. Well, you happen to be the greatest exponent of physical comedy alive today. I hope you know well, that. Well, not the greatest, uh, certainly. I happen to be one of the few women that do it. That's Absolutely. all. You're one of the greatest, and one of your teachers, I understand, uh, people that you admire, were the uh, 
Laurel and Hardy team. That's it. Well, Stan Laurel is an yes. idol of mine. He doesn't know he t taught me, but he did because I, I still watch his pictures. What about, yes, so do we. We run them all the time. We, we buy them when we get a chance. Where did you get your flair for the physical comedy, though? That you did not get particularly from Stan. You got your timing, no. perhaps. You, 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 you don't get it from anyone. You're born with it. But, I mean, you admired whom that was uh, physical? Keaton. Buster, Buster Keaton. Yes. He was one of my mentors. And Buster taught me a wonderful thing about props. He made me very, very conscious of the importance of my props. And uh, as in your show, uh, I guess more so in our show, our props are very important. Very, mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot of them. And I never leave the fixing or getting ready of my props to anyone else. Very good idea. Neither do we here. Everybody watches their own, especially if it's a joke, if it's yes, for a joke. Yes. We watch our own props and work with our own props. And Buster Keaton is a master of that, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Just the greatest in the world. And the pantomime that uh, all of them do, Chaplin and Keaton and Skelton and a few others, besides Marcel oh, yeah. Marceau. Uh, do you like pantomime? Oh, I'm a nut for pantomime. I uh, just saw Marcel Marceau on, on, on an educational channel. That's when he talked about pantomime. Mm -hmm. Really interesting, comparing what he does, the classic mime, with the kind of thing that Chaplin did. Yes. And the fact that Chaplin worked with props, and he had to, and a, and a classic mime uh, like Marceau has to create his own props, his own surroundings, environment, his own people, and everything. But he took his hat off to Chaplin. He said Chaplin did things that he couldn't do, that he could never do. There are stylized things that Marceau does that are like ballet. You have to portray a certain attitude in a certain way because it's traditional. And he says today's comedians, and especially the mime comedians like Laurel and Hardy and Keaton and Chaplin, weren't boxed in by any set of traditions or rules or anything. And they came up with a whole different kind of pantomime comedy. And he's mentioned something I didn't realize. They all came out of English music halls. Stan Laurel and Chaplin, I think Keaton. Didn't he work the English music yes, halls with his family? Yes, when he was very, very small, his <clears throat> family played over there. Yeah, so the, a lot of that we got from England. Most of it, actually, Buster got because he was what he calls low man on the totem pole when he was a child, like Donald O'Connor. thrown around a lot. Oh, but <laughs> unbelievably, their stories, they, they, they could make a whole film on just the... Um, sort of uh, mangling they got as children. Uh, I don't mean that unkindly, but I mean they took a real show business beating, you <laughs> know, on right. stage. They were They had to learn to fall. Young young children of acrobats. Yeah. They yeah. learn fast. And you don't they learn it, the you. hard way. Oh yeah. Where do you live, Dick? Out in the San Fernando Valley, Lucy, in Encino. It means live oak in in Spanish or something, they tell yes. me. In an old, old house. As a matter of fact, it's about my age, <laughs> about 39. <laughs> That's Jack Benny's age. I should have Benny's said Jack age. Benny's age. Yes. <laughs> no, I really am 39, though. Nobody believes that. Nobody's Nobody. really 39, Dick. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, on one side or the other. <laughs> but it's Briny Foy built the house years oh, and years ago. Oh, I know that ago. house. Oh, that's oh, a do beautiful you? house. Built yeah, like yes. a fort. And I, my four kids can't hurt it. And that's why I bought it. That's great. Mm. When you have a chance, Dick... What do you like to do for your so-called vacation? I'm a tennis bum. Oh. I love to play tennis. I didn't know that. And I play tennis every chance I get. I'm just... living with a golf nut. Yeah, I know that. Do you play golf? 
No, tennis took the place of golf. I played golf for 10 years and finally got to the place where it was more frustration and unhappiness for me than it was relaxation. You're doing the vice versa. Most yeah. people take tennis first and then go to golf. That's right. I should have done that, but I never was interested in tennis when I was younger. I've noticed that about you, though. You get younger every year. Oh, I'm glad you're saying so that. So if that's the answer, I think America should take up tennis. That and be happy. I assume you have a very happy home life. Yes, I do have a very happy home life. I don't think you could work and act and look the way yeah. you do without it. No, there's very little I'd change about my life if I had the chance. That's nice to hear. Is there anything uh, about... Dick Van Dyke that uh, is like Rob Petrie? Anything at all or everything? Oh, I think I'm probably a little more inadequate than Rob Petrie is. Inadequate in what way? In, uh, well, I don't uh, take responsibility very well. I'm very bad on details. I can't do things around the house. And I have absolutely no authority as a human being. You know, I couldn't boss anybody around. At least <laughs> Rob Petrie on the show bosses people around and takes charge. I can't. Oh, that's a wonderful <laughs> premise, and I haven't got time to ask you about it. Will you please come back and visit with I us tomorrow? I would love to, Lucy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I have been talking to Mr. Dick Van Dyke, and he has promised to be with us again tomorrow. Bye for now. Hi, this is Lucy. And again today I'm talking to the one and only Dick Van Dyke, one of the performers in this industry that I admire the most. Dick, hi. Hi, how are you today? I'm <laughs> fine, and thanks for coming back. I just wanted to continue a little bit about what we were talking yesterday. You said that you are a good father and a, a home-loving man, but you're not very much like Rob Petrie on the Dick Van Dyke Show because you have very little authority within yourself. Now, you say you can't boss anyone, and yet you're a good father. You say that you love your home, yet you can't do anything around it. Now, uh, put those two together for me, please. <clears throat> well, I wouldn't say that I was different than Rob Petrie, I guess. I'm just a little more so because he's a, you know, you have to have some fallacies to, uh, to be funny. The character you're playing has to have some weakness somewhere. Excuse me, may I light up too with you? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> may get a cigarette sponsor this way. <laughs> well, I didn't say what we were smoking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have authority with my children. I, I always have had. We, uh, they're not overly disciplined, I don't think, but I have authority with my children. But in business or anything else. Oh, I see. You're not a businessman. No, and I can't control other people. I have no administrative when abilities. When uh, December 13th, Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. No it... wonder I like you so much. Are you a Sagittarian? No, my husband is. Is that so? When's his birthday? 19th of December. Well, how do you like that? Well, I knew there was something like about that? him I liked. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to infer that he has all these weak qualities that I'm talking about. <laughs> no, just the good ones. We're just talking about the good about ones. About the good ones, yeah. Your uh, brother is very attractive, too, Dick. What oh, is Jerry you. doing now? Well, Jerry just did a two-parter with us, mm -hmm. which will be on very shortly, uh -huh. and he's sensational in it, but he, did, he has a pilot, which looks uh, like it's going on next year, called My Mother the Car. Yes, Ann Southern is doing the voice. That's right, the voice of the car. She's kind of excited about that. She can do that and still work on a lot of other things at the same time. Of course she can. That's wonderful for her. Well, I, Jerry, I think this will be very good for Jerry. I think it's a perfect niche for him. He's had a hard time the last couple of three years finding a vehicle that suits him, and I think this is it. Is it because perhaps he's your brother? No, he, well, at least he doesn't feel that way. Well, I'm glad he doesn't, because that would be the only detrimental thing about it if he did. Yeah, no, he says in general that it's been a help to him rather than a hindrance. That's nice of him, isn't it? Yeah. 
Not very many brothers like to admit that. <laughs> are you a close family, Dick? Yeah, we are. As a matter of fact, Jerry just lives within a couple of miles of me out in the valley with his family. He has two little girls. Mm -hmm. So we get together, and he is a much better tennis player than I am. Oh, he can so lick you, huh? He can lick me, but that's good. You always like to play with somebody who's better, see? Mm -hmm. Makes you outdo yourself. And he kind of helps me along. You said uh, yesterday that uh, when you had a chance to have a vacation, you you played tennis. Mm -hmm. uh, do you just stay home, or do you like to travel at all? No, we don't do very much traveling. Once in a while, I'll take the boys out in the desert. We'll ride, you know, Japanese motorcycles around the desert or something like that, which Japanese is a lot of fun. Japanese motorcycles? Well, I thought you were going to say Japanese beetles. <laughs> I was trying to, t to stay away from a trade name, and I started <laughs> to say several. Uh, Japanese <laughs> motorcycles. <laughs> Well, I, uh, I kind of like to travel a little bit once in a while, but I don't get much chance. But the month of May, I get absolutely pixelated. I get such spring fever for any place in the world, because I think any place in the world is very beautiful in the month of May. Where do you go? Do you have the chance to get away Well, sometimes we go to uh, Europe. We go to Capri, perhaps, or the south of France, or Switzerland. As a matter of fact, I can't always get away in May. We, uh, like most everyone in this town, our home bodies. We like our home. Yeah, me too. I don't. Uh, I keep saying there's no place I really like better than home. Yeah. But the outside world doesn't believe that about us. So I'm very happy that uh, you say it because it's kind of hard for them to believe. Yeah, they I don't think know that why. we. Uh, I'm always talking about going away, but I do very little of it, and that's why I talk about it so much. <laughs> uh, sometimes I get a whole trip out of my system just by talking. Just by talking about going. Yes, and hey, Gary found that out. I begged him to take me someplace, and I made a big issue of it. And he gives you a travel log, kind of. No, <laughs> but he didn't realize until I told him. I said, if we could just discuss it, I might get it out of my system. So we just sat down and talked the trip for about two nights, and I did. I got, I got it out of my system. Wow, I wonder <laughs> if I could do that with my wife. <laughs> What's your wife like, Dick? Oh, she's uh, my childhood sweetheart. We met in high school. She's from my hometown in Danville, Illinois. We've been married for 17 years, and... Uh, She's never been in show business or had anything to do with show business at all uh -huh. as a performer. She's a housewife. Does she like this this uh, show business town? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she loves Los Angeles and uh, especially loves where we live and likes this kind of show business because it's like uh, anybody else's job. I'm home at 5, you know, and I'm home for dinner, and I don't have to travel, and the hours are not bad. It's hard work, but it's nice for a family. It sure is. Dick. I have a few questions I would like to th kind of throw at you. Okay. And just for short answers. You ready? Yeah. Dick, who are you? Dick Van Dyke. All right. Do you like animals? Yes. If you had to be an animal, what would you choose to be? A cat. Why? I like the way a cat can relax. I like these uh, cats seem to enjoy everything they do more than any other kind of an animal. They sleep, they play faster, and they enjoy everything more. And they're more contented, so they say. What is your favorite type of entertainment? Uh, I would say comedy right away, of course, is my favorite kind of entertainment. What are your main interests in life? Uh, my main interest in life is uh, Christian work for the church. I'm a Christian, and I spend as much time as I can speaking and doing whatever I can, and I hope to spend the rest of my life doing that once the show business career is over. That's a surprisingly wonderful answer. What do you like to read, Dick? Anything but fiction. I don't care for pi fiction. I like, I like plays. I like to read plays. But other than that, I like to read uh, biographies. 
Don't we all in this business? Yes, I We want to know what makes people tick. Yeah, I think that must be it. Do you enjoy the company of men or women more? Uh, I would say both equally. I can enjoy myself. I certainly enjoy my wife's company very much. I can enjoy myself as much in the company of women as, as men. Do you enjoy being alone, really alone at times, Dick? At times, I'd, it's very necessary to me to have some solitude, yes. What, in your opinion, is a square? Well, there are two definitions of the term. It used to, a square used to just be, mean a person who was unaware of what was going on around him. Uninformed was a square. A square has come to mean, today, uh, anybody who is honest is a square. Anybody who is honest with himself and with other people is termed a square today. I think the word has taken on an entirely different meaning than it used to have. But what is your opinion of a square? I use the old definition, someone who is who, uh, deliberately not informed or aware. Do you like yourself, Dick? Yes, fairly well. I'm not perfectly satisfied, but I am like myself all right. I'm glad. What would you change about yourself? I would have more ambition and a little more, uh, how can I say it, a, not a responsibility, but I would get, be able to get things done. I can't get things done too well. I'm badly organized. Do you have a secret desire? Uh, none that I can think of. I'm pretty loudmouth about all my desires. I don't have any secret ones. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Dick. Thank you. Those were wonderful answers. Well, thank you. <laughs> wonderful questions. <laughs> okay. God bless, and thanks for coming. Same to you. Thank you, Lucy. Bye-bye, dear. I've been talking to Mr. Dick Van Dyke, the one and only Dick Van Dyke. See you tomorrow. Bye now. Are you loving Let's Talk to Lucy? Then you have a real treat in store for you. A new episode is being released every week on the SXM app and wherever you listen to podcasts.